How's everybody doing tonight? We'll check in over here. Always got to check the Facebook group. Make sure I'm coming on and there's my face. I see my face, guys. So we'll wait for people to come in like usual. With the delay on a Wednesday night live on the Quest Group. A lot of promos that were given this week. We'll go over some of the screenshots of the promos. I'll discuss some of those. And of course, once people start coming in, we'll have our normal question. Hello, Laleen from Australia and Neil from Hawaii. You're from Hawaii, Neil. Wow. And Cindy says, hello, see you and hear you. She's right on the ball. And of course, on the telephone tonight is Judy. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here as always. I've missed you guys. It's good to be back. Can everybody hear Judy from Canada? Hello, everybody. It's uh, nice and warm in Canada. Yes, we got a warm spell this week. And it can keep going, too. We've got a nice uh, crew coming in. Hello, Faye from Mortar City, Detroit. Starlene. On the YouTube side, Laleen says hello, Judy. Hello. So people are coming in. People are getting psyched for season nine, Judy. Yes, they are. I think we all are. We're ready, aren't we? And Barbara says, too warm. Hello, Barbara. Thanks for coming in tonight. And, of course, I always got to come on a little bit earlier. But um, you know how the spiel goes. I always got to give my shout-outs to my Quest of Oak Island YouTube supporters, the Knights, the Marshals, the Sanchel, which is one lower than the Grand Marshal. That's uh, Renee. I want to thank Josh for rejoining the other day. I thank you so much, Josh. Every little bit helps on the paid side of YouTube. We have a $2.99 per month paid site and goes up with that with levels. I do have Quest of Oak Island membership mugs available at $30 each. I take care of the U.S. postage, international postage. I might need help, but I do have about 20 membership mugs available to anybody that wants them. And of course, if you're a paid member, there's discounts up to 30%. Plus the highest level, you get all my merchandise for free, no matter where you live. I want to thank Mark and Barbara and Michelle and Sandollar and Todd. Again, Renee, Roxy, Mike, Annette, Jazdia, Wayne, and Starlene. And I want to thank Judy live. I thank you for all you do for me, Judy. 
You're welcome, John. I love it. And uh, Daniel, the professor, for his continued support. And all the knights who help out. Like I said, every little bit helps. And um, like I said, I have mugs available. Also, if you have anything of interest of the Oak Island that inspired you, please send it to Renee Tuttle. Anything you made, anything you uh, drew, send it to her. and We'll post it on our group with the 70,000 members to see. Hi, Beth. How are you on the YouTube side? Hello, Jason Mercer. Hello, Professor. How's it going? Jason Mercer did a fantastic job on uh, Jake Roberts' show, uh, Judy. Oh, he did. It was great. Loved every minute of it. Yeah. Hello, Cam. Um, I want to thank my moderators, uh, Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, and Starlene. And to our Quest Lifetime contributor, rest in peace, my friend and our friend, Chris Dona. I do have the star map behind me, which sort of imposes on down to the uh, Nolan's Cross. So that's posted behind me. That's what that star map, that star cluster is. If you want to call in, hello, Stu. It's 1-323-813-4135. When you see the number scrolling, uh, Judy, who is on the phone right now, will get off the phone. Just show us in chat that you want to call in. She'll get off, and we'll get you right on. I want to welcome all my Quest of Oak Island Facebook group members and my YouTube channel members and everyone on Anchor Host of Spot, um, Spotify. Of all the podcasts around the world, Judy, we're over 1,000 uh, downloads. So that was pretty good. Yeah, darn good. Hey, that's great. Beautiful. Lane, an interesting one from Australia. Have you ever heard of water dowsing? Yes. Yes, Dan Blankenship used uh, dowsing to find uh, 10X. You remember that? I do remember that. Yes, he used it quite a bit. Yep. And Jason says, William Shatner went into space today. He was in the war room, and he was the oldest man ever to enter outer space. Now, what do they do? Just hit the brim of outer space, 11 minutes. By the time they go up, they come down, and that's it. That's outer space, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they just get in, and then they turn around and come back. He was quite emotional when he got back. It was quite an experience for him. Yep. Yep. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what they're doing now in technology, you know, Judy? Oh, it sure is. But I'm glad he got to do it. Yep, we have uh, Judy tonight with her first synopsis of the uh, season. And um, then I'm going to go into uh, uh, materials, um, element materials that could be found on Oak Island. We've got a little statement from uh, Gordon Fader, who's well-known up there in Nova Scotia, and some screenshots of this week's promos, and we can discuss uh, what we saw in the promos that I got screenshots of, and we'll go from there, Judy. 
Okay, sounds great. All righty. Let me find your picture. All righty. Judy, your picture is up. Whenever you're ready, go ahead. Thank you. Okay, guys, our Tuesday night show uh, was called Top Ten Finds You Never Saw from Season 8. During Season 8, the Fellowship found over 2,000 artifacts. That means there are many we didn't get to see. To get us ready for Season 9, they tease us with the following 10 artifacts. They had to go through 7,000 hours of footage to put this show together. So let's get hyped up for season nine. Artifact number 10, the iron survey pin. Gary and David are metal detecting along the paved road. The beeper goes off and they pull up an old survey pin. Gary points out that this means there was surveying being done in this area a long time ago. The pin came from the same area as the Mason's Square, also found last year. Are they related? I guess we'll see. Number nine, Lot 15 Hammer. While metal detecting in the swamp, Gary digs up an ancient hammer he believes is pre-1800s. He wonders if it was used to install the survey pin just found, and are both these finds related to the Mason Square? And who was using these tools? Number eight, the barrel hoop. Back to my favorite spot, the Samuel Ball property, lot 25. Gary and Mike are metal detecting, the beeper goes off, and Mike pulls up a piece of a barrel hoop. They find several more pieces of this thin, pliable metal. Is this hoop part of the keg bottoms found in season eight? Number seven, Samuel Ball's top pocket find. Again on lot 25, Gary and Rick find a large, thick, very old coin. Gary points out that the patina is in good shape, so it should give us another date. We can look forward to that. And number six, leather garments. Found in the spoils of hole, hole 8B, two pieces of leather are taken to Joe Laundries. He believes they both come from a high-end gentleman's glove from the early 1600s. He thinks they are French and wonders if they are related to the leather boot heel found last year. Wonder. Number five, the double-headed axe. Gary and Rick are metal detecting beside the pathway where the wooden stakes were found last year. The beeper goes off and Rick digs up a double-headed axe, which Gary says is very old. He wonders why it would be in the swamp. Number four, Rosehead Spike. 
metal detecting along the pathway again, Gary finds a short, very old, rose-headed spike. The weight of it tells him it's probably pre-1780s to 1790s. He wonders if it's one of the first factory-made spikes. That will be interesting to know. Number three, the ship's pin. Working in the swamp, Gary, Billy, and Steve find an old iron wharf or ship's pin. Is it related to the ship's railing, the oldest artifact found to date on the island, and it was nearby? Mar Marty thought there would be nothing in the swamp. Was he wrong? Number two, lot 32 wharf pin. Gary and David dig up an old metal pin on the beach of lot 32. Believing the pin is from a wharf or ship, they wonder if there is a third wharf here. It was found the same day as the metal bag seal, which was from the 1300s. The seal has a cross on it and was used for commercial purposes, which made Rick wonder if it could be Templar. And number one, guys, Gold Rush. After finding signs of silver in C1, Dr. Spooner decides to test more holes on the island. After finding signs of silver in holes 29, 30, and 31 in the Drumlin area with high amounts of zinc and no lead or silver, Dr. Spooner wonders if there could be a gold vein here. Goals on Oak Island? This will be John's main topic tonight. So let's see what he has found for us. Fantastic, Judy. Fantastic. And we can't thank you. And we can't forget the number one one item find of Templars is the lead cross on the beach. Right. Right on. So uh, that covers it all. Very good, Judy. Thank you. Getting it was it, good to get back at it. Yep, getting getting your voice ready. Sounded good. Everybody heard you. Hello, Linda, that came in. Penny. Hello, Penny. And uh, it's great to get back to the normalcy now. Oh, it is. All righty. I'm going to take Judy's picture off here. Thank you so much, Judy. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody. Gee, you guys are the best. All right, let me put up a couple of pictures here. There we go. This one here that they showed us uh, yesterday, uh, Judy, number one, uh, the gold rush. <clears throat> Actually showing you the holes 29, 30, and 31 in the Drumlin area with the high amounts of zinc and no lead or silver. They, Dr. Spooner showed them in the war room, but we never saw this before, right? Right, right. I don't remember seeing it. All right, so I says, well, let me see this, what's going on there. 
So we got the spots where they show the treasure chest at the money pit. And then right above that number one, you'll see a circle with a question mark. You guys all see that? Hello, Michelle. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Annette. Catching everybody coming in. And um, he said, well, if that one spot doesn't check out at the money pit, I would check this other spot out of the 29, 30, and 31, those drill holes. You know what I mean, Judy? Yeah, that's what he said. So hopefully one place or the other or both, he'll find something. YouTube user. Well, glad to be back, John. I don't know who that is. Hello, Sabrina. <clears throat> We're trying to pick out things that they didn't show us before. You know what I mean, Judy? Something new. And uh, here's a closer look of where those three spots were. Obviously saying some kind of gold hit element was found in these areas. Okay, Brian, thanks for coming in. So on this note, I'm thinking of gold on the island. Gordon Fader and I must go, a lot of times we go with the science. And I like opinions on both sides, you know what I mean, Judy? Yeah, it doesn't hurt to get them both. Right. And uh, let me bring this up. This was a small drill sample containing minute traces of gold. It was taken from 150 foot deep at the number one hole on the island. But what went with this was this from Gordon Fader. Are you guys ready? We're ready. This is also a post on my Facebook Quest of Oak Island uh, page and group but this is for the radio announcers uh, so they hear us what we're saying he said recently there has been information on the discovery of gold on oak island here are some facts to consider that joy that's joy Steele and i found that show that gold is to be inspected as oak island literally is surrounded by gold now listen to this guys to the south, near Luttonsburg, over 2,500 ounces of gold have been placer mined from the beaches, and that is a substantial amount. Just to the north lies the Gold River. Right, Judy, we heard a lot about the Gold River. We sure have. Where the gold was discovered in the bedrock and 7,600 ounces have been mined. Wow. And overlying the top of Oak Island lies the Beaver River Till with all the boulders. Those are all the boulders in the Beaver River Till, Judy. Oh. 
that's on the island. It is the only till of the region that contains gold. And here we go. I just love this information, Judy. No, oh, me too. In nineteen in nineteen seventeen, drill holes were conducted on the island, and gold was found in samples. And that's the sample I'm showing you right on the screen right now. Then, on top of all this, one must add that the British, who were manufacturing jewelry, metal, ceramics, and wire, and covering some of the pieces with a thin layer of gold leaf and gilding in 1720. Surely, all this amount of gold discovered near, above, below, and within the island indicates that some gold would be inspected to be found at depth. All such things found on the island always need to be placed in proper contents. What do you think of that, guys? Well, that's something. So we can look forward to, hopefully, some gold there for sure. They drilled holes in 1917. And obviously... Yes, Tim, the trace gold means probably natural in the soil, not a gob of gold. Correct. But I'm saying when they're finding this, you know, I respect Dr. Spooner, what he finds, he tells us in his samples. But if this island has a solution channel underneath it, moving material all over the place, you've had gold found all around the island, and it's so porous on the bottom with all the flood tunnels, and like um, Jeffrey Irving says, Gold travels in water. Sure, the heaviest ones uh, get caught on the bottom. But this is just an indication of when they're saying gold materials, it's in the natural state. Even though Dr. Spooner said the silver can fill up uh, Billy's dump truck. That sort of got me a little scratch in my head. But when they're going with this gold now, all this gold stuff. I'm thinking it's a natural occurrence that they're finding in the test. What do you think, Judy? I agree. It's it's not uh, gold in a treasure chest for sure. Right, but when Dr. Spooner said the silver is just as much and can fill up uh, Billy's dump truck, I'm going, oh, my lordy 40, where the heck can something like that be? You know what I mean? Exactly. i got to see this to believe it. Right. The professor says, I completely agreed with some of their findings regarding British involvement with the island. But my belief is they discount any treasure ever being on Oak Island. I disagree, I disagree with that respectfully. Right. Right. There could be something still there or there's something was there and moved. I agree with you 100%, Daniel. I do, too. Definitely something was there. And if we can find something that was shown that something was there and left, or they find something, that's all a plus, Judy. Right, for sure. I mean, we all would like to see them find the the Templar treasure, but I don't think that's going to happen. But we'll see. Yep. Hello, uh, Becky. But uh, I just want to put it out there. Yep, Tim, it could still be there. 
But I just want to put that out there is when they're showing this gold, and we'll show this other piece that they showed. Something can be from out in the bay, but then I'm saying, well, they can't take anything off the bottom of the ocean floor. So whatever they're showing us in gold, you know, has to be coming out of the uh, the caisson. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. So if they're showing us something in a promo, they can't touch anything. Even though Laird said they can get a permit to uh, do underwater uh, discoveries, I'm pretty sure they can't, you know, just take it off the uh, the ocean floor. That's my understanding. What do you think, Judy? I, I'm not sure about that. I think if they get the permit, then they can remove what they find. But I'm not 100% on that, John. Of course, they got to give us the tease with this piece. And Daniel says, everything in my research points to something being there or was at one time. The question may be, how do you define treasure? Right. You got it, right, Daniel. Dan. You got it. And Jason, are the showing gold that was from years before where someone has come forward? Are they showing gold? Well, this piece here that I zoomed in on definitely looks like a cross on top of whatever this piece is. And they're saying ancient Spanish gold. And they have gloves on. You see that, Judy? Yes, I do. And I can see the cross. And it's like, but did this come from uh, a finding on Oak Island? Did this come from somewhere else that they're showing us? That's the big question, you know what I mean? They didn't say, well, we found it here, we found it there, because that's part of the show where they found it. Right, exactly. So hopefully we'll find out this season. You know, and they're finally giving us some tidbits. So this is what I like, these little tidbits of these things, you know. Penny Rogers says it does look like a cross. Thanks, Penny. But um, I get sort of worried, you know, when they start showing me gold things. <laughs> Hello, Eddie from Puerto Rico. Thanks for coming in. Oh, wow. But, um, Hi, Eddie. And, of course, when they show this on the promo, if you look in my facebook or my youtube or the promo on history channel they always blur it out just about when you're trying to do the screenshot have you guys noticed that out there i have yes <laughs> so they know guys like me try to screenshot it and then get a clear picture of what's going on but these guys are sharp i mean we've gone through this every season that something's pretty uh, noticeable they'll blur it and then go back for a second so that's why i can never get a clear clear picture but this is the best picture i got and it does look like a cross on top of there that's why i put the arrow with the cross the red cross and let you guys determine 
you know, what the heck is this thing? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, what does the cross mean on it? Hello, Aaron. Yeah. If they can find actual tunnels that were earlier than searchers, then the treasure was on Oak Island. Yep, Aaron. Penny Rogers says it's teasers. Oh, Penny, are you right? <laughs> oh, God, Penny. Nine years of teasers. There you go. That deserved a uh, a notification right there. <laughs> yep, mine was going on for sure. Lime for certain. But I suspect silver and gold as well. Yeah, Professor. I mean, like we know, there's a certain amount of time on the island. that certain people were there. This one error, they did this. The next error, they did that. There's so many people that went on that island to do things at their certain time slot that that's what's making it so difficult to put this puzzle together. You know what I mean, Judy? Yeah, it sure is, John. And, you know, uh, Zena was sure that somebody was on that island in the late 1100s. So there's a lot of years to cover there. The open face of America, hello. This season's going to be so exciting. Yeah, because I think they want to tie things up. Tie some loose ends up. Tie some researchers' ends up. Because they hear us. Right. And let's face it, John, they're not getting any younger either. So no, we're all getting... Probably... <laughs> Judy, we're all getting old with them. You can tell it in the pictures, you know what I mean? Yeah, for darn sure. <laughs> you, you, can, you can see it in Rick's face. Look at Rick's picture when he, he first got there, and look at Rick's picture now. You know what I mean? Big difference. Yeah, big difference. Big difference. All right, so where did this gold coin or symbol come from? I have no idea, but you know they're putting a case on in uh, at the money pit. And Eddie, do you believe this season will be a lot of surprises? Eddie, they always find something, I don't call it surprises, to drive us crazy. There's like, well, how the heck did that get there? But we don't get no answers. Or how the, how the heck was that? What was that again? And, and we get no answers, but we get another 15 questions. I think it's coming to the point that I always said, you know, a lot of data is good, but I think we're getting so much data overload that things might get lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, I think so, too. It's time to get some answers. <clears throat> and then we saw that remote sonar ocean-bodied scanner machine a couple of weeks ago, Judy. Right. We did. Uh, Daniel says, if the Templars were on the island, do you think they found or accidentally or did something lead them there? Do you think they found or accidentally or did something lead them there? They must have knew about the island 
to make the treasure vault to bring the horde over. This is not like a three guys with a shovel on the weekend digging out a 200-foot deep tunnel. Right. This was well-planned, well-executed, and massive. And like Jeffrey says, if they're going back and forth over there, the Templars, just look at the castles they made and stuff like that, uh, Judy. Just unbelievable how they even do that, you know? Oh, it's amazing. If if you look at all the tunnels that they uh, uh, dug in Europe, it's, it's absolutely amazing what they've done. Yep. So I don't know if they went to the island first to design and construct the um, system. And this way, the next or the third or the fourth voyage, they brought the wealth over to stash it for the new world. Because I don't think you just bring it over on a ship and have nothing ready. You know, Judy, this is my own opinion. Right. Yeah, they'd have to have a place to put it right away. And it was too complex for something to be done, you know, right away with the flood tunnels and the deep pits and so on and so forth. That had a pre-done and then they came over. That's my own personal opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. Yup, Daniel, they've been following somebody that gave them cryptic notes, you know, how to get there, where it's at, how to do it, and then just hand it down as the Templars changed their names to the Freemasons, to whatever they are now. They were still the Templars, but just changed what they were called. They probably had to do it before a lot of people were around. Yup, and there's no written documentation on it. Everything's clean. The island's cleaned up. Very secretive. And so they accomplished that. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. They did. Um, I think that the stuff that they're finding now is perhaps not from the Templars, per se, that that actually did the digging. Right. We're looking for the depositor things. Right. Now they're finding searcher things. How many tunnels? You know, 40 shafts at the money pit 2,000 holes I mean a lot of people drop a lot of things as they're doing that you know what I mean searchers I'm saying right exactly yeah thanks for putting it that way because that's exactly what I meant right and it's the depositors that we're looking for the depositors with the date and they're still hunting now you know yes and there's Marty in the old excavator Could be, Daniel. The Templars found the location and formation during the Crusades. Yeah, they said, hey, we got this big hoard of treasure from the Temple Mount, 40 tons of gold. And it's in Spain or whatever it was. We're bringing it to the New World. Well, what do you got for us? What kind of bank do you got for us until we do the New Jerusalem? In the new world. Right. Boy, that's going back a long way, isn't it? Oh, my lordy 40, yep. And there's the big, uh, that looks like an eight-footer to me. I'm not sure. But that's the caisson that they're using, Judy, in the money pit. And what location they're at. 
I have no wow. idea if it's close. I look for like, you know, remember C1, Judy? Remember C1? Yes, yes. So I sort of know where C1 is. So I look around in the promos, but I couldn't get a dictation of where this is, you know, near the memorial, near the stone wall, or near C1. Uh, I had no idea. Right. I couldn't figure it out either, John. Yep, Tim. And most of what they're finding, Judy, like Tim says, are not very deep. What, 10 inches, maybe a shovel full, 10 inches, 11 inches deep they're finding these things. Right. Yes, they don't seem to find anything when they go really deep. And there's there he is. There's Rick. For all you ladies, now I'm gonna go on from there. There's the man himself. There's the man. Then they showed this screenshot, Judy. Looks like it's at the end of the small paved area that I can remember. But when they show these on a recent promo, I'm trying to figure out, did we see this before? You know what I mean? It does not look familiar to me. I was looking at it earlier. You know, it's like they try to trick us, put some old stuff in there with some new stuff. So I just try to look at the new stuff. But I says, you know what? I don't remember seeing this spot with that test pit that they're doing right there, that uh, square test pit right there. Right. I have not seen that, I'm sure. <clears throat> so I'm going, hmm, that looks something different. And then there's Gary uh, Metal Detecting. I don't know if they found that brass uh, swirly looking thing. I want to thank everybody for coming in tonight. And Eddie from Puerto Rico, the question, will they look for more for the ship in the swamp? We have some pictures later that I'll show you, Eddie, that uh, a drone guy, they were in the swamp, but it seems like the outline of the ship they're looking for was pretty close to the road. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yes, I saw that. I think they'll continue to look for it. I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not sure, Cindy. Not sure. Not sure. Tim says uh, that is a test hole squared up like a regular archaeological dig trying to find some structure. Very good, Tim. Very good. Thanks, Tim. And this is, I guess, what Gary found. We posted this before because that's about the only thing they showed us, Judy. That other promo, they just showed us this thing, remember? Right, yes. And God is all guessing, of course. Right, and now they're giving us a little bit more, so we show a little bit more. Then they say the proof. Okay, guys, show us the proof.
And here I was looking for C1. And I couldn't find it anywhere. So they must have covered it up, you know, to uh, stage all this um, digging equipment, Judy. So I got no direction on where the heck this is. Okay. If it was a, we know it's the money pit, obviously, but like I said before, I go off of C1 and they probably know that all those guys are looking for a research point to go off of and they just have a tighter shot of the first uh, uh, caisson going in with the bigger teeth on the bottom. Right. Yep, Daniel, show me the proof after nine years. Show us the proof. I hear you guys. We don't know if it showed up as a metal or not, Tim. They were just going off of pictures on a promo. There's no words on what the substances are, what the materials are, or where it was found. We're just going off of promo pictures. And the promo pictures gives us an idea of what they're going to format and show us throughout the year. And drive us crazy at the same time. And drive us more crazy at the same time. How correct mundo. <laughs> and this is where they blurred the gold piece. Very hard to uh, get that focused in. Starlene, we want answers, please, and thank you. <laughs> and here I thought was interesting. Well, where they're digging, if you're finding wood, that means they hit some kind of tunnel, no? Well, I would think so. But is this from this year? So I was thinking, was the crane yellow last year or the year before? I thought the crane was red. You see to the left, it's a yellow grid on the crane. Right. I I think it was. Does anybody else remember? We'll have to look at our past pictures. So if they're pulling this out, that means they hit something showing all this wood coming out. So, right. So, I mean, they're showing us this on the preview, so... And of course, they got to go underwater. Maybe looking for whatever the remote scanner, ocean bottom scanner, maybe had a ping on. You know, Judy? Right, yes. Got to find out what that is. And there's uh... Daniel, said he, Daniel said he thought it was reddish and not yellow. And Tim looks like that's the post holding up the tunnel. It could be. And here's uh, Rick high-fiving Gary. With a big grin. But uh, they look like posts, them long posts. But don't forget, that could be in the first 70 feet where Dunfield had all this garbage, you know what I mean, guys? Right. Exactly. We got to go below that 140. The rest is all fill 
garbage and chefs. So just interesting what they show us and how we try to figure out what the heck is going on, you know, guys? Right. Get us get us really thinking about it, and then we'll watch to make sure we find out, right? <laughs> I agree, Daniel. Daniel says that look on Rick's face uh, looks like they found something. I agree. Yep. Then they gave us this picture here. Notice they're digging lower and past the small stone road. Last season, we were at the stone road forward towards the swamp. Now now they're going towards the money pit. You see that, guys? Yes. And behind Hmm. behind that tree next to the road, the first tree, is where that squared out rectangle was where that test pit was looking for a structure you follow me guys mm-hmm. you follow me right gotcha so you see the paved area small paved area in is the swamp and now they're going towards the money pit that little this little triangle piece here with all the new dirt yes Yep, see it. So that's something new. Well, they were pretty sure the stone road was heading towards the money pit, were they not? Oh, I got him again. Hello, Curtis. Thanks for coming in, Curtis. And there they are setting up the uh, bottom case on you see the teeth on the bottom and again judy what am i looking for i'm looking for some kind of location of uh where they're putting this can in and again i see no c1 i see nothing to pinpoint it you know what i mean you can't it's really hard to tell no problem curtis it's always available to you And there's the good old rock agitator. Again, looking for location. I don't know if it's closer to the woman's memorial, Judy. Well, if it is, I can't tell. They're taking them, the picture's so close. Yeah, they're doing that on purpose. They're giving you a tight shot, you know. Right. Right. But uh, then I'll have to look on the drone video again. But a lot of times, they'll take that top of that C1 can off, put a lid on it, and cover it with soil so they can drive back and forth all over it. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. All right. Didn't know that. Yep. Then they had this. I don't know if that's a button or what they were looking at, or if it's the back of that gold piece, I'm not sure. But they showed us this. Huh. Oh, it looks like it could be that. You see that, like that bump in the middle? Yes. 
It looks like some of that gold stuff or tarnish is coming off that cotton end swab. You see the goldness, the gold color coming off that tip. You see it on the white tip. Yes. Yep. I can see it drawing. And Tim says that is a button, not a coin, because it's perfectly round. You see how the edges are perfectly round, Judy? Right. Yes. That's what I thought. Oh, Tim, I thought it was a button right off the bat, but I'm no expert. I'm just a fan like you guys. And again, the big hammer grab that Leonard hates. Going down. There's Rick at the money pit. And this best overhead shot, I still don't know where they are. And that was the best overshot we had. But whatever it is, season nine is going to be very interesting. We have so many people eyeing every little move they make, like us, Judy. Right, exactly. Yeah, it must be unbelievably hard to get things done when they know they're being watched like that. Then we got the prize, okay? We got the proof. We got the prize. And boom, boom, boom. Whatever that thing is, they got me again with a gold thing, Judy. Right. <laughs> yeah, at least it's on a knob, I, I don't think. And Barbara says, John, is driving you crazy. <laughs> yep, military buttons on uniforms. Yep, I hear you guys. I hear you. Let me see on this for uh, Eduardo from Puerto Rico, Judy. Let me pull up that um, that video stills. There's the crane. They're just about smack dab in the middle of the money pit, don't you think so? Can you see what I got up there? That's what it looks like to me. Eduardo, you see that, Eduardo, from Puerto Rico? So where that square is, just below the crane, that looks in the dead middle, you know, so many feet away from the woman's memorial. Yes, it is. And where this other spot is that they cleared out, all that soil had to be brought to Smith's Cove for topsoil. When they covered Smith's Cove, they put all the topsoil um, on the bottom of the pitcher. And that's what that big pile was. That's why it's not there anymore, because that soil had to be hauled over to Smith's Cove to uh, put it back to natural. I learned that, too. Okay. <clears throat> Let me see here. 
you can see the dump trucks now moving the soil out left upper middle and they just had to bring it to uh, Smith's Cove because you got to return everything back to normal. And where's our Eduardo? Is he here? I don't know. He's there. Are you there? This is what I want to show him, that darker spot, Judy, in the swamp. He said, will they be looking for the ship in the swamp? Whatever they did here was very, very close to the road. And the anomalies a lot farther up off of Fred Nolan's little peninsula there. You know where I'm talking about? Right. That's exactly where it showed. But where they have the fresh dirt, I think that's part of where that ship rail was found and that big log they were trying to break out towards the end of the season. You remember that, Judy? I do. And I'm thinking they thought at the time it could be part of the ship. Right. But I don't think so. There's another picture of it. This bottom, this whole bottom part was all dug out, scraped out. So we'll find out in season nine, Judy. What the heck are they doing here? Yeah, we, we will. So Daniel says he don't think he doesn't think he can wait three weeks. There's Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Eddie from Puerto Rico. Thanks for coming in, my man. So that's as far as we that's as far as we know of what they did in the swamp, Judy's so far that they showed us. Right. Is it still dry? I have no idea. It could be. But if they're done there for the season and now concentrating on the money pick, because usually they put the caissons in towards the end of the season, Judy, when they got all their information. Right. So I just want to show Eduardo what they did, and I accomplished that. And that's where they're putting the caisson in, right there in the middle of the uh, money pit. Unreal, guys. Unreal. But uh, that's what I wanted to show you tonight. Number one, we had Judy do her synopsis. It was great, Judy. Thank you, John. I enjoyed it. We're going to have to find out once I copy it to print it to the group to read like normal, if it comes out okay. we got a little technology uh, difficulty with that right now, but we'll work it out. I also wanted to show you Gordon Fader's um, results on how much gold is really around Oak Island. And obviously, with it being so porous underneath, that you will find elements of gold as you dig. You agree with that, Judy and uh, members? Yes, yes, I do. How far away from the old big wharf 
under the water they found last year. How far away from the old big wharf? How far away of what? They found a small wharf and a big wharf. It was like 200 feet or something long, Judy, out in the bay or something. Yes, I think so. Off of Samuel Ball's property, right? Correct, though. They thought maybe Captain Anderson had his big ship uh, parked out on there. But uh, I have no idea. And they talked about in last night's show that there's a chance there could be another wharf uh, off of um, Lot 32. All right. All right, towards the end of the show here, I just, like I said, I wanted to show you the gold uh, information that I thought was important. I mean, you guys uh, determine uh, if it's good, if it's bad. I just put this information out there, and you guys determine if it's viable or not. Uh, I put the phone number up there. If anybody wants to call, let us know in the text in the chat. Uh, Judy will get off the phone. You can call in and talk to me for a couple of minutes. And then we'll button it up. What do you think, Judy? I think that's a good idea, John. Your voice is starting to sound a bit tired. Yeah. Um, what about, um, let me see. Okay, I got it scrolling. Yep, I did better tonight, though. I think I did better. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you sound much better. <clears throat> a lot of use for that wharf, Starlene says. Yeah. Yeah. If they only had camera phones back then, Starling. Wouldn't that have been great? <laughs> and Eddie says, I guess with all this weather, I hope in the north they get a lot done. I don't think they were hampered that much. They knew about the COVID from last year, so they were pretty much set up for that, how they uh, tackled that. And we had a great... We have had good good weather, too, up till now, and it looks like it's going to remain for a while. Yep, going into the winter months, you always got that, you know, from the spring, summer, fall, winter craziness. And then we get our northeasterns that go by me and right up to Judy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so as far as I get any kind of new information, you know, we post it, we put it on there. Don't forget on my YouTube channel, I need about 25 more subscriptions, Judy. Oh, okay. Come on, guys. And it's free. That's all you do is hit the subscribe button. And um, we'll be hitting 2,000 subscribers. So I need 25 more people out of 70,000 people. We got 1,975 subscriptions on uh, YouTube. And... Uh, it's free. You just hit the button. So if we can get that, that would be fantastic. And then by the time I get 5,000 subs, I'll be 90 years old. <laughs> but it's a nice number to reach. You know what I mean, guys? And I thank, yeah, I thank, the, nice. and I thank the ones that uh, support me on YouTube. Like I said, I got the coffee mugs already if you want one for, uh, for say, Christmas. With my face on it, I doubt it, but it's something from me to you and tie us to the group together. You have an Oak Island, Quest of Oak Island mug full of chocolate, hot chocolate at, during the season. We get our mugs together, 
watch the show on Tuesdays, pre-show, and then Wednesdays we're going to be doing this. And if we get any guests or so, we'll be doing that on Saturday, or if not enough information can be all spilled out at once on Wednesday, we can always do a little bit more on Saturday. But mostly our main time will be Tuesday pre-show at 7 o'clock or 7.30. And I know the premiere is always a two-hour special. But, Judy, I can't remember if it's 9 to 11 or 8 to 10. Well, I can't remember either, but I think it's 9 to 11, I think. All right. So if there are specials on that start at 8 on Tuesdays, I'll come on at 7. I'll always come on an hour earlier. Otherwise, I'll be on at 7.30, an hour and a half earlier, because I got to get set up and do my thing to watch the show and take down notes and everything. And Daniel says, at 90, John, you'll get a free ride to space. Yep. At at that time, they'll probably have a uh, regular flight that just brings you there for like uh, $39.95 or something. Oh, Lordy, 40. <laughs> but uh, it was great coming on John, tonight. Yeah, didn't you say that there is a show next Tuesday night as well? Yes, next Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. It's another top 10 something. I didn't realize it. I go to the TV guide uh, menu, uh, Judy. Okay. And I didn't even realize there was a top 10 Templar show last night. I had no idea. Okay. So even my moderators, you know, check out TV Guide, because if I miss it, I don't think all of us can miss it, that whatever is coming up, you guys post also to help me out. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Or let me know that you found something that a special's on on a Tuesday at 9 o'clock, especially before the season starts, and then they'll start with reruns, uh, all past shows from season 8. And I thought it was a very good show last night. It got me all hyped up. Yeah, I did too. I, I'm really happy that uh, I remembered it finally. Yep, the TV guide, yep. A wharf denotes a lot of activity instead of a dock. Yep, Professor, I hear you. Well, Judy, you want to button it up and then uh, I'll button it up and get out of here. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks for the encouragement tonight. It was so good to be back doing a synopsis, and I want you to have a good week. Everybody, please remember, stay safe. Good night, John. Okay, Judy. Be talking to you in a little while. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. All righty, guys. Like I said, I want to thank you guys for coming in tonight. If anything comes up this week, we'll let you know. And uh, if we have a show on Saturday, just keep informed on the group. Right now, I have nothing planned for Saturday, mostly the, the Wednesdays. You're very welcome, Penny. But guys... Remember, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself to reach your goals, please. But never give up. 
you be kind, you keep smiling, you stay strong, you stay safe, and you stay positive, group. All you guys, I want you to stay positive. I want you to stay safe. Thank you, members, for joining me tonight. You guys are the best. And um, we'll keep in touch on the group. Take care. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Within three weeks, we'll all be going crazy. Thank you so much, and good night. Bye-bye.